0: What's up, everybody? It's Lim Gonzalez. It's your boy, Jesse Janity. And I'm TK Trinidad. And we got so much to talk about, so Sin Santana and Joe Button are
1: back
2: with a bundle of joy. And things don't go so well for Safari at Dykeman. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that and more on the premiere episode of Love & Hip Hop, The T. Let's go!
0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us for the premiere episode of Love & Hip Hop, The T. VH1's official Love and Hip Hop podcast. I'm Lim Gonzalvis, and you can find me everywhere on social media at The Poet Saints. Yo, 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 it's your boy Jesse Janity. You
1: guys can hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And I'm TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. We are so excited to be with you, and we're gonna be unpacking all the drama every week. Everything Love and Hip Hop, Miami, New York. We got it all. But today we're discussing the premiere of Love and Hip Hop
2: New York, season nine. Ooh, and I'm so excited. We got a very special guest later on in the show, Mother Mona Scott. Scar- Young is gonna yeah. be calling in.
0: Super excited. About I got so to many her. questions. Right? So many questions. So many
2: <laughs> years, so many questions.
0: <laughs> so many adaptations We're gonna of p- Love Hip Hop.
2: Put her in the burner.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, the yeah. burner. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. Uh, but first, let's talk about this episode. So um, obviously, it's New York back to the original, the OG. Uh, what'd you guys think about this episode overall? Loved it. Honestly. Loved it. Got rid of some
1: folks who are not quite there yet. <laughs> as far as artists uh, put in some real
0: artists
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you throwing shade already i'm not i'm not throwing shade i'm just stating facts okay um i, I really I, I loved it it was telling a story and it's a story that we've seen that's played out um in the media and we're seeing the behind the scenes
2: mm, Work. I definitely agree. I, I was like really excited because I feel like we've gone through all these seasons. It kind of gave me a little bit of season one, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like we're actually following these artists that we've known all our lives, yes. which also is interesting to me, too, because I'm kind of like as a younger viewer watching this. It was low-key like the Grandpa Club, Love and Hip Hop, the yeah, grandpa edition.
1: Yeah, it's true.
2: You know, but I'm here for it. I mean, Joe Budden, when Mano came through the door, I was like, yeah. I mean, I love the intro with Joe Budden.
1: I mean, we've seen his the stages over the last couple of years uh, apart from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. But I loved how they like incorporated the fact that his podcast is major. Um, The show that he's doing with Complex is major. And they incorporated that and had him
0: intro the show. I mean, I think it's I think it's also good to show, like you said, as a younger viewer, seeing like you know these grandpa. I like the OG, yeah. Um, but I also see how where they're transitioning and things. We see the storyline. We see more couples, even with the intro. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed you know all couples at the beginning, yeah. And so you can see where the show is going, and it really is true to its roots: love and hip hop. That's right. what it's supposed to be like we about. Love. Sprinkle the exactly. midrices in there. Yeah, we, exactly. We can keep
2: that for another show. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> Speaking of love, um, let's talk about Joe and Sin. Mm. So I'm I'm all for them. Um I love I mean their little oh my gosh, their little son is so cute.
3: Lexington. Um,
0: super dope. But there's trouble in paradise because sin um Horny. is not getting enough from Joe. Exactly. She- I mean, you know, she had the baby, right? And Joe, like, loves that little boy. Um, but she, like, is wanting some action. And and he should be giving it to her. For real. Bruh. Like,
2: sin's everything. You guys live in that big-ass house. Fuck on the patio. Fuck on the pool. Like, yeah. Sin's Bruh. just all about it. She's like, sp- spray me. Yeah. Sin Damn.
0: is bad. Sin is super bad. And I don't know why anyone in their right mind, uh, Mr. Joseph Anthony Button II, I need you to get it together. Well, maybe I he needs need you- some pills.
1: Yeah, I mean speaking uh you know i date older oh. guys sometimes you know they they can't keep up okay hold on hold <laughs> on sometimes out. sometimes they have to come sometimes they they need to come together as a couple and come to a healthy medium where you know they yeah, i mean, he might not want to give it up all the time but he's gonna need to give it up she's amazing looking she's had his baby she wants him he wants her but you know yeah you're busy but you still have to make time for the relationship
0: well, I think too with her. I don't. I don't know what she has going on with her career. But it sounds like you know now that she has the baby, she's probably home a lot. And so you know he's doing his thing. Wait, what right? does that mean? She's doing work at home. Yeah. Okay. She... Well, but what I'm saying is he is always out and about. And so when he gets home, like he's... I mean, we don't know what she's doing. She well, might be out and about too. She Look could at be. She, she could be. But I think that because of maybe his age, I don't think that there's a problem in that department. Because it sounds like she, there's Dude. no problem. Well, no, it's not so she's like not like having it. I don't know oh, she's not I don't mean yeah I don't mean
1: because his age he needs a blue pill but there's there's an age difference so the right. the amount that she wants compared to guaranteed if we talked to Joe Budden when he was in his 20s he probably could give that amount and then some have the desire to have the desire to I just find you know from experience they're not they're not about that life they're not about doing you know, after the the newness is worn off, they're not about doing it five times a day.
2: A day is too much. She's tr- is she's it reaching too much? for for this age and what he's been through. Yes, y'all like act like
0: this dude is eighty five.
2: Like, stop it. Uh, do you see Joe's? Eye? I love Joe Bunham, but Joe been through the ringer. Okay, <laughs> Joe has a lot of wisdom in him, and I'm happy that I'm happy from the growth we saw with him and Tahiri because uh-huh. I felt like he broke Tahiri. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to see where he is today, mm-hmm. but. Four to five times, she doing the most, and I'm just kind of like, at least once a day. I mean, look at she's everything, yeah. and Joe's fine. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, get it on. Right. She was yeah. gonna do him at the pool.
0: Yeah, she was ready. So, what do you guys think about the scene where we see? Obviously, he's doing a live podcast, Mm -hmm. which was fresh, by the way. And then she just kind of, you know, shows up, bombards, and is like, "Hey, what's up?" And then they go off, and they're in the taxi, and she kind of makes a special moment, and she's like, "Hey, you know, you know, my mom's got the baby. Let's stay in the city. I got a hotel room, rose petals there, and everything. You know, he fucking it popping. Yeah, and see, and that's my thing. I can understand maybe being older and not wanting to do it all the time, but." that she's obviously begging for it she wants and that's this the worst and she is bad like bruh i'm just telling you like when she got like out that
2: car when she said them hams was just
0: yo and like how she said like i can go outside and be like who wants to smash and everybody's like me, <laughs> me yeah But well, literally all the asian yeah. men are
2: looking <laughs> on the bikes they was like Turn <laughs> <light.">
0: <laughs> excuse me excuse me so i mean obviously and then he was like nah let's just go back to the crib and she's like no because if we do that you're gonna go to sleep right so do you think that he was—I mean, obviously, it's a rhetorical question, but he was wrong for that.
1: There should have been a healthy medium. It's like, look, let's go to the house—let's go to the apartment—let's go to the hotel, excuse me. They can smash. They can get messy. Somebody else is going to clean it up. And then when you're done, or maybe, you know, do it another time, you know, round two. I'm sure he's good for that. And then go home. <sighs>
2: yeah, you know, yeah, but, like,
1: you I get— mean, hate, There's young guys <laughs> who can't go round two either. That's that, That's not an age thing. That's just, you know—it's— stu- Don't take offense, man. It's not about you. I'm not taking offense. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not having this problem. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm
0: just saying. Like, first of all, you're
1: just saying. You 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 sounded
0: like we're talking about you. No, you're not talking about. me. I feel like Joe is just like one of them guys.
2: Like your girlfriend. (laughs) You get your girl looking crazy. Like she's begging for the D she literally like created this moment, and you sitting here like, it just seemed like you wanna go home, play Madden, smoke a blunt, and pass out, yeah. right? In your and dirty it, sock. it's
1: clear, it's not one of those situations where it's just like she's fighting for his lover's attention. It's clear that he loves her. It's clear that they're in a you know a committed relationship. So it's just like, you know, sometimes, sometimes according to Chris Rock, you have to play the tambourine, and you have to do things that you don't necessarily wanna do, but you do it for the sake of the relationship.
0: I think he's comfortable. I think he, he's, you know, he he's, has this nest now. He's got is a beautiful woman right? His Younger popping. woman, his career's popping, he's got a little boy, you know, he loves this, and she made you know, she may mention that, he loves his son, mm-hmm. you know, does everything for him, so I think he's gotten comfortable, and she's like, yo, I need you, I need some physical attention. But, when Sin, Alexis,
2: and Kimbella were sitting down, I think Kimbella, like, really put on Sin, like, schooled her, she was like, look, sometimes you gotta take it, like, when Joe lay in there, you just That's gotta sit rape, on my it, friend. you That's know what I'm saying, sleep. like, That's pop- called rape.
0: I don't right. think that that's what she was alluding to. I think what she was saying is, you got it, you got it, you seize the opportunity. You know, She
1: has seized the opportunity. No, Kimbella said, pull, pull that bill. dick out.
0: Like, legit, she was like, pull that dick out. Well, up.
1: sometimes you might need to surprise it, you know, in the morning. Just be more before aggressive. Before he gets up, yeah. before he gets up, while he's up, right. you know. You know about that, limb
0: you know what why, why are you turning it on me so I'm much Am my happy i just ending. want joe to be happy with sin and i want this relationship to work that's really all i care about I think we all do because i mean i think i think sin is a, a dope like when she first came out with erica mena you know several no. seasons ago mm. i was i was in love like, i love
2: sin eric let's not talk about her oh why
0: are you hating on erica well, anyway we're we not we're not discussing we like erica sin. right now i'm just saying that's was her introduction so to is the show. marriage a sex killer do you think
1: I've heard a lot of people that have said that have said that. But I th- I think, too, it that if it becomes such an issue that maybe, you know, she needs to sit down and have a conversation and if that work, doesn't work, then it's like you need to bring a third party for them to plead your case. Because maybe he's just seeing her as, you know, whining need, or, you know, like, OK, I need this. I need that. And he's not seeing the, the, the grander scope because there's going to come a point where she's going to get tired of asking for it. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to go then, elsewhere. Right.
0: And, and I don't. And, and are they married? Are they? Do we know that they're married? I don't think they're married. No, I mean, so, I mean, no, but I'm just saying. You asked if marriage was a, a killer, and so I don't think that that would pertain to. They're this living situation. a married life. Yeah. Like
2: they're home, they're a couple, the baby, they're right. this that, they're that house. house is everything. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's don't.
1: the opposite too, because sometimes it's the woman who has the kid, and it's like postpartum, and she the, the changes of the yeah. body and all this other stuff, Which and we she do doesn't want to have yeah. it. So you know, it's it's nice to see on this platform, you know, the reverse.
0: Yeah. And I think too with her, a lot of it is also wanting to feel sexy. Yeah. She mm-hmm. did have this baby, yeah. so she's probably in You're, a you, you know, want your man some to some love kind of you for
1: all the curves the curves. a little
0: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a like bit like a look at me a little bit of a little bit and a so and I think that that's where a a lot of where she is mm-hmm. she just wants to be you know get attention yeah. and be loved by her man even if mm-hmm. he little her in the
1: car that would have been enough yeah a little bit
0: of a little No, his, no,
1: he she forced his head into
2: her to like
1: it was a little but then boat. he pulled away like you need to like it was a tugboat
2: we joe come on we that need to figure boat. out what's going mm-hmm. on right, call us.
1: <laughs> he said, call us let us know <laughs> right i
2: really want sin because you know she'll go off yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> why, why did I, go- <laughs> I i feel like lem just had a moment What I, just- <laughs> I was like sin's gonna go off okay. and he just stopped okay. he's like I just- yeah I mean, sit is dope. He's like, I'm yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, not, so
1: can we talk about Safari
2: a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about Speaking Safari. Speaking of dicks.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, it was, it was a good looking
2: one. Okay, safari. I've always loved Safari, but ooh, talk about painting him like a clown this episode. He
0: did that to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i she wonder if that they shot
2: the,
1: that walk away scene but after the whole incident because it seemed like like you know that walk-up scene where he's like in the streets and he's like the songs pop in and he's taking pictures it seems like they they shot that picture they shot that video after the fact and budden warned him like like this is not a place you want to be you don't have like a street song like so somebody should have told so far like i don't know his I think camp. well
0: Safari, I think he he kind of the way I've seen him move, I mean we've seen a lot of him through Love and Hip Hop. Obviously he had the relationship with Nicki Minaj and all this going on. I think he lives kind of in a dream world. In the sense that he thinks that he has more going on than he does, and I think that that was a prime example going there. And that's when, and I like how Joe Joe kind of you know sunned him a little bit Mm -hmm. and was like, "Yo, what 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 do you play to? What is what kind of concerts do you go to? You know, there's mostly women in the car. Why are you in a bunch of dudes trying to you know do a song and impress them when that's not your audience? Right. Right. And I think he went there because they were saying if you're hot and you got something popping, that's where you go. Right. You go to Dykeman, you perform and and, you know, the streets start loving you. He doesn't have a song for them. And then when they weren't feeling him, then for what he said, that's what really made them <laughs> I mean, upset. it's kind of facts, though. And literally, I mean, like, st-
2: I fuck girls that y'all wish you could have. Like, yeah. true, but you ain't with any of them anymore. They all dumped you. And at the end of the day, you again, your lyrics say that if you get robbed, you going to pop a nine. Yeah, and right. you didn't. You and was on, on an interview crying. yeah. And <laughs> we, I love you. I will rub your back, Safari, like I'm I feel you. I love I really do you like You rub safari. some of his cocoa butter on him? I sure will. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? Like here's the thing with Safari. Safar- it's also a generational thing too because you look at these guys on Love and Mano, uh Jewels oh it's the a different buddy. generation they're sitting here they ain't wearing ice like that right mm-hmm. and so Safari a young cat he coming up here and he's iced out and so to them I think they don't understand the new generation whoa, but he whoa, also whoa, whoa, be whoa. doing whoa. the must there most was a time where, where they were wearing was the, like, the gold like, chains. the, the diplomats
0: was known like yeah. all of them had the big drip- when they big, big went medallions. out but
2: find them on a street up in well, Harlem I mean, but I think
0: that they were smart about it, like yeah. they didn't just wear it wherever, and and that's why like I like how he said it was like, yo, so you got robbed, and then the next week, you know, Get you got another back. watch. Like he's like, oh, I just bought it. I just bought another one, and he's like, yo, you gotta be chill. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be in here because what you do is you look like a joke. You make yourself a target, and that's what he's doing. He like he does love the attention. Yeah, so far, he loves the attention. I mean,
1: people are giving him the, 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 the attention. It's been said. Um, I you know Mona, who is coming on the show briefly or soon. Um, she said when she, he was with Nicki Minaj, he was buttoned up. Like she didn't know this side of him, and uh-huh. now he now he comes on the show and he has he's full of personality. Everybody loves Safari as far as you know a person, nice guy on both uh, on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and New York. But it's just kind of like again he has to know he has to know his audience, and he has said in previous interviews that he doesn't have the traditional team. His team is made up of his friends, yeah, so you don't say he might not have had that professional who's been in the sure. game like a Mona. It's like now nah, that's not the right move for you.
2: But it's crazy too because he's gotten so much like there's been so much conversation about him writing for Nicki and you write these amazing pop hits for Nicki and it's mm. kind of like bro reflect that on yourself right and like you were saying before Stay we were talking he has the ability to do a flow rider kind of situation yeah. and i feel like it's like he just performed at a pride actually recently this yeah. summer. That's huge for a hip hop artist to, a male hip hop artist to go to a gay pride and be like, I'm gonna perform here. Right. Like we're moving into a new generation of rappers where acceptance is key and I feel like bro, stick on that. You know, what I mean part of me also wonders if he did the dykeman thing because he knew what was gonna happen and any type of controversy is going to get you looked at uh,
0: i don't know i don't you know. think so no. i think he was feeling himself i think he felt like that song that was a was a major hit yeah. and he was going to like the song. Do it. i mean the song is cool so cute. but he i mean he basically was going to go you know and and wreck ship and did not
1: yeah and that's yeah like i said he has to and, and and like um joe said he has to know his audience and if he and the thing is too a lot of people consider like flow Rider almost selling out because he just caters to mm-hmm. the college he well, does he woman. sells out literally he <laughs> sells out that's his too. hits and that and that's the thing maybe maybe safari needs to you know get out of the mind frame of trying to be like hood or try to be what he thinks he needs to be and play out play to his audience and make that money and you know if you do that then you're good because you know they'll the younger college women especially you know non 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 uh, melanin they'll they'll rock for him, mm-hmm. rock with him for do years. you
0: do you do you all appreciate safari as an artist like, do you, I, okay, do you, personally, do you mess with him as an artist?
2: I think he has the capability, too. I don't think, and like you said, his team, I think they're not helping him guide him in the right direction mainstream. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you really go listen to some of his tracks, like, they're actually really dope. Like, he's done some freestyles in the past. When he first came out, his tone, you could tell that he really did right with yeah. Nike. And I feel like he needs to go more of that. This 100 and, like, you rolling in the, like the streets. I like, like, I, I
1: like that. The lyrics were kind of, you know, kind of, it is with you if you were to go down everybody everybody's lyrics then someone's like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> um so i mean but i am biased anybody who's from the islands i'm always you know gonna Stretch! <laughs> Can't even say it properly uh, Yeah Anybody from the Whoa. islands <laughs> anybody, <Whoa>. from the, <laughs> anybody from the islands I'm Dang. always gonna be Kind of biased a little bit So you But know.
2: speaking of lyrics Maino I was so happy When I seen Maino You Mayno. guys
1: um, Yeah I'm, I'm eager to hear His story Especially with his girlfriend And how they're gonna be Dealing with it
2: Yeah the shooting That was crazy
0: mm-hmm. And then the fact That he was there Performing was it Two years before Yeah That mm-hmm. it happened With his girl Um. And Maino I mean for those of you Who are part of the New York hip hop scene You know well versed in it He's a fixture there He's mm-hmm. been there for a while uh, And so it is good to see him Because we've seen him, you know, periodically In yeah. and out uh, of uh, some of the different episodes in the previous um, But to see him as a like a principal character yeah. And have that storyline um, It's going to be interesting And on top of that to kind of hear some of his music Okay, because
2: yeah. Lord knows, missed it <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> we all, um, we Also in that we had
2: Quay, okay. uh, uh, Who's the new face of Sean John mm-hmm. Yeah so it'll be interesting to see how these characters. Like, I, I feel like this is the elevated creep squad. Like, we aren't gonna include. <laughs> it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm excited to hear this, and I felt like what Mano was actually adding to the conversation right. was legit, mm. and there was no Absolutely. no mishmash or bull crap around here. Like, yeah. I was, I was feeling the advice that he was trying to give Safari. I will yeah.
0: say though, I would not be mad for Peter Gunn's um, appearance.
2: I will be ex- I'm, look like Rich, Rich Dolly's like, face is enough.
0: Like, uh, six episode in, maybe? Just no. a little cameo? Yeah, if I Tara
2: and Amina pop up the oh, seat, like, this on. is real cute. I'm, I'm liking this. Like, we don't need—let those just girls Just guns. Live. Just guns by himself. For, to do what? Just, I mean, to be guns. Girl, he can sit at a bar. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, no you know yeah, yeah, I, I do—I do,
1: I don't want any more characters. I'm definitely feeling the ones that we see and then the storylines, they're kind of— their storylines, the story, the people that they're kind of like you know making stories of that we're looking forward mm-hmm. to, and there's so much going on as it is. I think that they do. I I do want to see Peter Guns, but it's just kind of one of those things like mm, okay.
0: just a pop up, just a pop up, I mean, like a party or something. Yeah, where uh... you dab somebody up <laughs> and then it's like, oh, right, this gun's right there, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, let him get his check. But too.
2: wait, speaking of pop ups, did y'all and storylines Fetty Wap showing up at Alexis Yo. Sky's? I mean, you signing? knew that was gonna happen, right? Oh, for sure, and the fact she even acts surprised, I'm like. Fucking Treyway is literally setting up for y'all. Yeah, Come on. like he's like, oh, so if Fetty Wap just came up in here, right. yeah, it's like I wouldn't be able to handle it.
1: So I'm confused. Though. Fetty Wap. So is it because he was there when um their daughter was you know born?
0: So did he not sign the birth certificate or he must not have? And I think that he was. It sounds like he was a- about that life because they were probably still in a good place, right? And then maybe you know their relationship went sour, and now he's like, oh hands off I don't know if that's my baby type thing so why don't you get the DNA because he's been avoiding that too I don't know I don't know why that this <sighs> happens all the time this <gasps> like oh, I don't no. know if it's my kid DNA tests are so know. simple right yeah. now.
2: yeah like literally you can just do it in the mail like boo yeah like literally <laughs> but my thing is is There was just something (laughs) weird about the scene for me. Like, Fetty Wap just had this grin on his face the (laughs) entire time. He knew what he was
1: doing. That's the worst. He sat down. He knew exactly what he He was doing. And then he had the nerve to
2: say, like, are you good? I'm like, no, I'm not good. But I don't know. Something seemed a little contrived about all of this. Like, because the thing is, you're sitting here. I believed her story when she was like, he hasn't shown up. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? Because mm -hmm. we've heard the same thing with, like, uh, is it Masika? Uh, yeah, well, that's, the, the the other, that's yeah, one of but, the other baby so, but then He does of sudden, show up for her now. Yeah, now. Yeah, But here's the thing. Alexis is painting this picture of Fetty Wap not being there, not supporting all this. Mm-hmm. I was low-key shocked to even hear that he was in the hospital with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at the birth of the child. So then I'm just sitting here looking at his smirk on his face. I don't know, I feel like something's a little little You think maybe she's trying
1: to force his hand into a relationship and he's like, I'm not about that life and Mm -hmm. then he distanced himself.
0: Absolutely. And that's why I said I think that they were like in a cool place. She got pregnant. It was probably all good for a minute and then he was there out of duty. You Know because it's like, okay, well, that's my child, I'm gonna be here for the child, but I don't really care that much about you yeah. per se.
1: Well, don't forget the beef that her and Masika had in Hollywood, well, that was true,
0: crazy. That, that's that's true, too. That's true, too. And she's also like, I feel like I, I love Alexis, I'm I'm excited to see her in this light and kind of see where she goes with her music. Mm-hmm. And like, but she's also very young, mm-hmm. and so I think that she does a lot of young acting things, and so that's kind of why kind of gets her in trouble. And maybe, but she Betty's may be misguided. young too,
1: with all. All of his seven the, kids?
2: Women. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa. He, Does he have that many he kids? Has, he has, kids? He has
1: he has he
2: has a, a he has a team. Damn wow. so he got a little football team. He yeah, has a I basketball
0: team with substitutions. <laughs>
2: He's a fetty pop. <laughs> um I would the one like pop up that I really would love though since we got fucking Treyway in the building as I would love for six nine, Tekai- to pop oh, dude, he six nine. I would was going to say six nine to pop <laughs> on up just one. Ep- I don't not want to know anything about his life. I just want one episode where he just pops his little head in like. Yo, it's good. They, I'm the yeah. fucking shit.
0: I'm the bomb. Well, if he gets uh, out of jail, maybe. Yeah, you according did, to Google, he just uh, yeah, he?
2: he's yeah. at four.
1: Fetty Wap is at four kids. By four kids. I remember <laughs> in Hollywood there might have been. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're at four, more, four, four. four yeah, going once, going twice, yeah. And uh, and Aaliyah Grace is included in that four. So,
0: oh, on on the uh, on according to well, Google. Well, he didn't say. I mean, yeah, he didn't say it wasn't his. But he didn't say it was. He didn't say it was. But if you're there for the child's birth, um, and then especially that was a hard birth because she had the baby premature, and I would see on Instagram, right? Mm, How how Chloe and and Tristan of him. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But yeah, Takashi Six Nine, like a little cameo from him would I'm be dope. Um and she actually I mean almost like was alluding to it. Yeah, she said once won the she female said, version of Takashi Six Nine. I don't know.
2: I don't if that's her goals. music to that. Yeah. yeah. Like when I hear Alexis Sky, I'm not thinking like it's I haven't heard another Six Nine. Right.
0: But I think she wants the popularity of well, Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, He's definitely. super popular right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think she <laughs> So wants was Petty Wap at one time. Yeah. That's true. Ooh. Baby, would you come my way? I'm like, hey, what's
2: up? Hello.
1: I mean, he's taking care of his kids. Let him, let him breathe, and yeah, he's getting inspiration. Uh. All right.
0: Okay, is he? You know <laughs> Speaking that for sure. Of taking. I'm just care. saying. You act like you saw him last night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse like me. Like I said,
1: I date older, not younger. Right. And
0: taking
2: care of the kids, Miss Kimbella. Shout out to Kimbella for doing this. I mean, I've watched this girl on this show for how many years? Mm. Since day one. You for this The man. first fight, I think. Oh, literally. She
0: was on the first fight. Mm-hmm. She was the reason why they needed to get security. Yeah. Because they didn't have, Because Oh no, that, Kimbella
2: bought them hands. She's about <laughs> like that. Like Scrappy said, she's she'll put the life. paws on you. She does you. not care. But she, I think this is dope to see this, this uh, evolution. evolution of Kimbella. And exactly when they went in for therapy and she said, Look, if it wasn't you cheating on me, if it's not you verbally abusing me, like it's always one thing after another. And now they're finally in a good place and it's yeah, just like the world ain't
0: world won't let her be great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I still and obviously, we know because we know real time that she did get engaged. Right. But mm-hmm. ten years is a long time. Man, there's women be... that be,
1: that's that's normal, especially in the hip hop. Let me, yeah, especially in hip hop. Yes, happens. I was gonna it say happens. something else, but the PC thing, is right. especially in in yeah. in, in, in hip hop, it, it takes a while, <laughs> if at all. Like I know women that. You, I know women in the hip hop industry that they're five kids
0: in and they still not married. Still don't have a ring. Yeah, I just I don't understand. Like it's like ten years you got kids together, you live in the same house. Obviously you have shared finances. It's like how do you not just go ahead and, and put a ring on it?
2: Well, and especially with like someone like uh, Jewels, because the diplomats are so planted in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they were traveling the world and whatnot. But when it comes to the diplomats, they really. S- fucked with their city. Like they stood they stayed there. So it's like you're planted there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm I am kind of surprised by it. Um but I also think it's kind of like they were so on and off because she was always popping off. Are mm-hmm. oh, you doing something stupid? Well, fuck you, motherfucker. Like what yeah. right. kind of, kind it of situation. It was easy.
0: Maybe it's, they feel like, oh, okay, well, then I'm, I'm not messing with you right now.
2: Well, yeah. And I mean, like, look, he had gun charges for sneaking and then ran away at the right. airport. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. He's addicted crazy. to Percocets. Like, and I do love that they're talking about it because same thing with Joe. Again, I go back to Joe and I'm just like the evolution of Joe Buttons mm-hmm. in – him vocally being able to talk about it and then be a hip-hop artist and say, you know what, I'm chilling on music right now. This is where I want my career. I want to see a conversation with him and Joels. And oh, and really? talk because I mean uh, Joe was addicted ahead right. of time, you know, and now Jewell's is saying the thirty days in jail like helped him clean up. Clean up yeah. And I'm like, thirty days, it could happen. I mean,
0: uh, it could happen. I'm so curious, TK, about um, would you be in a relationship? No, for- <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't even finish the question. No. You don't need no. to. I mean, it's it's different strokes. I mean, power to her, but that's not my personality. That's like, I'm true. I'm not I'm not putting hands on nobody. I'm not like you know there there's there's different fights. And that's not the fight that I'm, but I, you're not stressing me. Oh. I'm, I wanna look like. She's you know, blessed I'm, not stressed. Yeah, I wanna look like I'm 19 forever, so I'm not doing that. But it's different, like, I respect it that they're fighting at different parts in their life, they were both fighting for love. Not necessarily at the same time. But they're both fighting for it because if, if if he was done with her, then it would have been done. Same, same, mm-hmm. same with her. She could have moved on. She's a beautiful woman. So it's just like I respect it, but for me, yeah, no. Nah, I can't. We we ain't we ain't we ain't hopping over tables. Not for rolling all that. for that. Yeah, nah. But I'm
0: saying you would I guess my question was, would you be in a relationship with someone committed relationship, but still, you know, not have a ring for ten Hill years?
1: Uh it depends. It depends on conversation. Like mm-hmm. it depends on where where we're both at. If we're yeah. both built if we're both building the empire and we're moving in the same lane and where we have this goal yeah but if it's just like you know you're trifling and you keep on you know making these mistakes and you know it's just not fitting then yeah no we ain't we ain't doing that okay word what about you, Lem? You've you been stringing along some women for No, for a I don't
0: string anyone along. I no. love how you just try to put it always on me. Um, I mean, we want to know. First of all. Oh, yeah. The audience so, yeah. wants first to of know. So, are you with somebody? What's no, the deal? I'm, you free first and of single? all, I'm extremely single. Okay, extremely. Um, like you got, you hear that? The, the man okay. behind the voice? Extremely. Yeah. Extremely single. Um, <laughs> let me get my very white on. Um, but no, I mean, I just feel like for me, I'm a relationship guy. Mm-hmm. So I know anyone that I would be dealing with in 10 years, they would be expecting something well before that. Right. And I would have, uh, and I feel like for me, and, and you know, different strokes for different folks. I feel like, you know, coming from a conservative background, seeing my parents get married really young and mm-hmm. still be together, you mm-hmm. know, 43 years. And I think marriage is, is, is super dope, you mm-hmm. know, and I love, I look forward to having a best friend, you mm-hmm. know, to finding my soulmate, having a best friend and just locking it down. Oh
1: to your ladies you know, he's out there what's your what's okay. your
0: social again uh it's at the poet saints <laughs> i do poetry <laughs> look at that so you know his vows about to yeah. be lit send the dms oh my DMs. vows are so about to be lit <laughs> you're not even ready not even ready <laughs> like off of me what are we supposed to be talking about here i about loving hip-hop not loving limb i'm just well, I saying mean, mona you listening Mona,
1: yeah, she could have a show about you. Oh party yeah, party. for the love of Life. limb, for the, for the love, love of limb. Lamb.
2: <laughs> now later this season on Loving
1: Love of Oh, love
2: I'm excited for the season though because that promo at the end. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, okay, this might be a little too kumbaya. Right, right. But I'm excited to see Kimbella versus Jewel, Sin versus Joe, Yandy versus Kim. And I'm kind of thinking Yandy and Kimbella, they're such good friends that they're like, all right, we know we got to do this this year. Right. We got to show up the girls. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And
0: you saw that, you know, when before, when, you know, Yandy was, you know, all about Jill's career. and She was like, I want to know what's going on with my man. And she's like, that's business. (laughs) Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And they have deep history, deep, deep history. And so I think that. At the end of the day, they're always going to be friends. I mean, I think they may bicker. It's but always going to be they're... love. It's like sisters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's really where it is. But I'm really excited. And I'm really excited to see about, you know, with Yandy adopting this girl. Okay. Like, this is a whole adventure. Yeah, that adventure. was crazy this is like that's really deep you know yes. and i love them exploring that because yeah. you know all we've seen with her and mendese's and her and mendese's baby mamas yeah. and you know it's been that, that. and then her career and, and kind of all that intertwined. but mm. to see her venture out you know because i think she does have a strong maternal instinct
1: and she has a huge oh, sure. heart yeah. she she's yeah. always giving back so it's it's one of those things where did uh she her emotions come before you right. know actually planning this through like mm-hmm. you know maybe did she bet this girl so i'm really as well really um i don't, don't want to use excited but really excited <laughs> to see i've used it like six times really excited because i'm excited um you know what this you know what the storyline uh what's gonna come about with this one
0: so yo um i cannot wait until next week i'm super excited it's going down to the 10th power, huh? It's 29th power. Don't hate. Just saying. I'm not hate. Hit, <laughs> hit him up in
2: the DMs. Don't be
0: mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Well, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be with the woman behind it all. She'll be joining us in the mix, Miss Mona Scott Young. Yes, Mona. Stay tuned.
1: And we're back, and we're so excited to welcome our first guest. She is the CEO of the multimedia entertainment company, Mona Me Entertainment. She is the executive producer of Love & Hip Hop. Let's welcome Miss Mona
2: Scott Young. Hey, Mother Mona. Hey. What's
4: up, guys? Hi. Thank you
0: so much for calling in.
4: Absolutely. I am excited. Am I the very first guest here? Of course.
0: The very first guest and the most important guest. We had to have you first, obviously and we know you're booked and busy yeah (laughs) exactly congratulations on the show guys absolutely thank you so much uh so Mona this is Lim here I want to ask you the first question so Love & Hip Hop obviously as you know is the number one reality TV show franchise congratulations on that by the way Um, how does it feel to look back and see all of this like uh, kind of unfold and and be what it is now you know it's a
4: little surreal, because I think when we started, we had no idea that it was going to take hold in the way that it has. So, you know, especially the landscape is so competitive. There are so many shows out there. It's really like a blessing, right? No one ever knows, but this has been an amazing gift that just keeps on giving.
0: Word. What, what was the moment? Um, and could it be uh, several moments or just one moment that made you look at the franchise and just say, wow, like this is this is beyond uh, what I expected or what we thought that this was going to turn into?
4: It was the first time we watched down the cut of the first season, first episode of Love and Hip Hop New York. Mm. You know, we had this vision that we were trying to execute to do something that looked different and that felt different from everything else that was happening. You know, in reality TV, there were slew of these kind of ensemble casts, and we wanted it to not only look beautiful right the backdrops and the cinematic way that we shot it but we really wanted the women to look beautiful i have to always say that before then you know black women's skin didn't look that great on reality television i don't think the dps understood how to light it properly, and that was a big focus for us Mm. and then we knew that the stories that we were telling were like beyond belief almost even though they were all real it was like in this world that was so sexy and aspirational who would believe that these women were going through these things so we wanted to tell the stories in a very soap opera like way and the fact that we were able to bring all of these elements together when we watched down that first cut we got those goosebumps that you get when you know that you're on to something special so I would absolutely have to say it was that first episode watching down that cut when we had assembled it all together that let us know that we had something that was different and that was special.
0: That's amazing. I, I just want to say that when you brought up the the whole point about uh, black women, um, you know, just being lighted well in in uh, reality TV, that was so important. And I think people don't realize, you know, looking back, mm-hmm. um, how important that was and why I think, it, you know, it added to the success of the show. Mm-hmm. Being able to see women, especially women of color, um, because obviously that's a wide, uh, the wide audience. That's your uh, a main audience is watching and it. Yeah,
4: and to see us looking that beautiful. And you know what's interesting about that? People don't understand that there's a specific... to the show and to the franchise right and so what they describe as oh this is fake you know it's set that way specifically it's the combination of real-life situations, but set against these you know beautifully uh, um, set backdrops and the lighting and all of that we were trying to offer up a different visual right a different aesthetic to the show to set it apart So the same things that they criticize are actually what makes the show different Mm -hmm. and what I think is a big part of why people gravitate toward. I've had so many people say to me, these are my new stories, you know, (laughs) especially our demographic is so broad. It goes from, you know, the 18-year-old young chick to, like, the 50-something-year-old grown woman who grew up Mm. on, like, All My Children and As the World Turns. And this is their modern-day soap opera.
1: True. And that's
4: all based on the way the stories play out and the look of the show.
1: So, Mona, two questions. There has been talks or rumors about Houston. So is that still in the works?
4: Oh, my gosh. You know what? There are so many cities we'd love to expand into. We went to Houston. We did a casting in Houston. Houston was real trill. Right. <laughs> what, what does "trill" mean? Too real? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, it, 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 we we had a lot of great folks in Houston. We did a little taping there. We went into New Orleans as well. We love New Orleans. We actually went into Miami a couple of times before we finally kind of nailed the right combination of caps and stuff. Hmm. So, who knows, right? Nobody can predict what the future holds. But, I mean, the folks out on the ground in Houston know that we were there and and we had to pick one city, and Miami became, you know, the the latest addition to the franchise. But you never know. No. They never. Now,
1: you, all the franchise have been in the U.S. Is there any plans? Like, I'm from Toronto, so is there any plans of, you know, expanding outside the U.S., Toronto, Jamaica? Listen,
4: in, in my perfect world, absolutely. <laughs> I love when I go to other countries, because I actually was in Jamaica, and they had kind of their version of uh, Love & Hip Hop, right? And it was with local Jamaican um, folks. But uh-huh. I would love to see us expand beyond the That's because hip-hop is global, right? Especially if you think about the UK, Germany, Mm -hmm. all of those territories where there is such a strong hip-hop presence with the artists. And those stories are, are global. Love, heartbreak, ambition, you know, struggle, the hustle. All of those are universal themes. So, yes, if I had my way, there would be a love and hip-hop in every corner of the planet because I definitely think those stories are there, waiting to be told.
2: Amen. And so speaking of global, so love and hip-hop Hollywood just ended. Um, I -hmm. thought this season was lit. Now, there's (laughs) the, the... Twitter's kind of a blaze right now because there's rumors that you guys are switching up the cast, though, and that the storyline of Love & Hip Hop wants to focus back more on couples, which I feel like we definitely saw in tonight's premiere episode in New York. Um, yeah. Do you feel like it went a little out of hand? I
4: think people are making those kinds of... Listen, the the social media fodder, right, the rumor mill, has always been as much a part of the show and the success of the show as the actual stories that we tell on the show. People are really passionate about what they think they know. It always cracks me up when you know this is a fact, and I know this for a fact, and I'm reading stuff that is completely wrong. <laughs> um, but I think what they're looking at is what we we did with New York. You know, there definitely is a turn to a more of an OG cast in New York, and we're seeing a lot more couples in, you know, this season of New York than we have, I think, in any of the other cities. And people might be making assumptions about what that means for the rest of the franchise. Um, But there isn't necessarily this turn to just follow couples. It's more about wanting to dig you know, more deeply into the stories that are relatable and the stories that people want to know about. And in New York, we just had a ton of very real stories amongst these couples and their relationships that we were able to tell. But I don't think it's symptomatic of any big major change across the entire franchise. And you heard it from me.
0: Boom. (laughs) From the source. Uh, Speaking of franchise, so obviously uh, you mentioned uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami, which we did see um, earlier in this year. And so come January, uh, we Mm -hmm. are going to see the second season of that. And they're actually going to get a weekly double dose of Love and Hip Hop because you have New York that's going to be still airing. And then um, you're going to have the debut January 2nd of Miami that's going to be airing on Wednesdays. So New York on Mondays and then January 2nd, Miami is going to air on Wednesdays. Also, we see that there's a, a TV host Jesse Wu and an underground rapper and songwriter mm-hmm. Chaotic. That is going to be a new mix on the season. How do you feel about these new additions to the the franchise?
4: I mean, of course, I'm extremely excited about them. You know, I love when we're able to tap what's you know happening out there in social media and the world, and, and tapping into the the personalities that are bubbling up and that are popping and that people want to know more about. So Jesse definitely is an addition that, you know, for me personally, she's Haitian. So I love, you know, to bring that element of the culture into the show. We, you know, definitely um, explore that and, and dive into that a little bit, which I think is great because that's also a big part of Miami culture and life. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaotic, who, you know, people I think are going to love as well. He has some real stuff happening that taps into you know, some of the stories that we see happening with our young black men out there. And so we'll dive into that and tell that story as well. So they're gonna be two really strong additions and they knew a lot of the cast. So this is all kind of organic in terms of their additions. To the cast, but um, Miami made a splash last season because we touched on topics and, and showcased the, the things that we dove into in a very different way. And I think we'll see that happen again this year. And that's what's the beauty of every city in the franchise, that they each have their own personality. And, and Miami certainly isn't going to disappoint. Um, and as far as moving into Wednesday, Wednesdays, you know, that's exciting for us. Uh, I, I'd like to think that we've been defining for the network as far as what we brought to their monday night lineup
3: have and (laughs)
4: hopefully we're able to bring that same you know Excitement around Wednesday nights um, Mona Wednesdays Doesn't have the same ring As Mona Mondays But I'll take it <laughs> um, You know But uh, we're we're definitely excited To continue to expand With the network
0: Word And just congratulations On just that move And taking over Going from Mondays Into Wednesdays And adding that Because I see like When you do Love and Hip Hop Van Eyes, Then um... <laughs> Who's doing Love like... and <laughs> Hip Hop Van <Nuys>? <laughs> Nobody's doing that um, I'm just saying Like then you're gonna be On Thursday night <laughs> Are you are you, camp- <laughs> are you campaigning or something? I mean, I'm just saying. And like, you pick
2: Van Nuys? <laughs> I, I pick
1: Van Nuys. You might have to take that drive to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've had a career, an incredible career outside of love and hip-hop. Um, Oprah recently tweeted that she, love and hip-hop is a guilty pleasure. And you have mentioned that you want to get into more scripted television. Has there been any talks between, you know? Uh, uh,
4: but listen, uh, of course, uh, Oprah is the holy grail and we all... You know, love everything that she's done across all genres with her production company and network. Um, So I definitely am out there pitching things to own, um, Mm. as well as, you know, looking to expand, like you said, into scripted. I do have some things in the scripted space and in the feature space that we are developing at Monami Productions. We have, you know, definitely expanded our slate in the last 12 months. And there are going to be some projects outside of reality and and docu that we are rolling out in 2019. So, you know, listen, from your lips to to God's ears, as far as being able to partner with Oprah and OWN. but we're definitely out there beating the pavement in, in every genre right now.
2: Great. I can't wait to watch Love and Hip Hop The Movie. (laughs) <laughs>
4: Love Hip Hop: The Movie, Love and Hip Hop: The Stage Play. Okay, got a lot of exciting things coming in the pipeline.
2: Now, have you been? Uh, con first of all, congratulations on your your book that's out, uh, Blurred Lines. Uh, would you? What about your second book?
4: That is definitely coming, and I know people have been, you know, asking me uh, whether or not Blurred Lines was a tell-all, and I'm like, no, this is just a work of fiction. But eventually, I think I might want to put down some anecdotes, just stories of you know experiences that I've had and things that I've encountered in my journey, in the hopes that there are nuggets that people can walk away with that help them as they navigate you know their path. Whether it's about you know trying to make it in this industry, because I just think a lot of the um, nuggets and 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 pieces pieces of advice that I might have that I've experienced would help whether or not you're trying to be, you know, in film and television and music and entertainment or just navigating your way through corporate America. You know, it's just about falling down and being okay with that and picking yourself back up and staying resilient and and going hard no matter what people tell you, not allowing others to define what your capabilities are. You know, those kinds of things that I think are helpful Mm -hmm. in any walk of life.
2: So we'll get the autobiography.
4: (laughs) Well... You'll get the life is like a traffic jam. Tips to help you navigate
0: <laughs> Amen. the road to success. Teach me, <laughs> uh, Mona. You were mentioning earlier, and obviously, social media plays a huge part about um, the popularity of the show and people talking about it. Whether it's the cast members or whether it's the fans talking about how they feel about certain situations. How do you? And they are
3: passionate.
0: Very mm-hmm. passionate. Very passionate. How do you personally handle any backlash or negativity that can, saying about the show or, or anything about the concept or the characters or the cast members or anything that happens on the show?
4: I mean, the first thing is understanding that, you know, these are people's opinions that they have every right to. And sometimes, you know, I don't love the way they express those opinions because I think there still needs to be a certain amount of, um respect and understanding right that comes from seeing people living their lives out there and and wanting to give your thoughts on how somebody else is living their life but also you know again like I said before people feel like they know things whether or not those things are rooted in fact or rooted in truth is besides the point at times and I can't allow myself to get you know bent out of shape every time someone voices that opinion Um, especially if it's not in line with what I know to be the truth. You know, there's got to be those moments where you can stand in your own truth and know the reality of what a situation actually is, whether or not everyone else knows or understands that, and be okay with that. And that's kind of how I, you know, navigate this and how I process it. It isn't about what other people think or what other people have to say. It's about what I know. And what the people that I'm dealing with know, namely the cast members, you know, a lot of people will say things and they know the truth and they know the things that they did and the things that they said. And they know that no one coerced or forced them into that. So I can't sit there and get in a soapbox with every single person that voices an opinion. I just have to, you know, rest comfortably in what I know is the truth.
1: Now you do have the alcoholic line with uh, mixed fusions with Car- um, with excuse me Nicki Minaj. Now Cardi B and Nicki Minaj have been kind of going back and forth recently. Do you feel like you're caught in the middle of this beef, or do you try to stay out of it?
4: Not not at all. Other than being a you know female woman of color entrepreneur in the same category as those ladies, you know the, the business that I do with each of them individually is not related, and there's. You know no world where we should have to draw sides this isn't a fourth grade you know playground <laughs> where if i'm doing business with you i can't talk to you or do business with you you know we have our individual relationships we have our individual um business relationships and none of those things are intertwined those are two grown women two smart entrepreneurial business-minded women who you know will find their way through their disagreements and hopefully come out of it on the other side um, stronger and and successful because they both are very successful in their own right and I'm not going to engage in you know one side or another because I'm doing successful business with them both and we'll continue right. to do
2: so. Well, and so obviously you've worked in hip hop and you work with legends, icons for years and. My question to you would be, why do you think there isn't more camaraderie with females in hip hop like we see with men?
4: I think there's a lot of camaraderie with females. I think that there are so few um females for us to look to, and I'm so happy to see that that's changing by the way. So I will, you know caveat that with the fact that we are probably seeing um a resurgence in female um, artists, rappers, vocalists. And, and seeing more of them than we have in the last few years. True. But I do think that there is definitely a magnifying glass put on them when there are, you know, disagreements or issues right. because it plays into the stereotype that women just can't belong and women can't do business together. But there are probably way more, and I won't even say probably, there are definitely, right, way more male beefs out there right now yep. than female beef mm-hmm. but because there are so few... Females right out there, the ones that are beefing, get highlighted in a much different way.
2: Yeah, and I'll definitely... I mean, let's
4: think about how many males are beefing right now. It's not going to get the same measure of attention as, you know, it is as we're getting with uh, what's happening with Cardi and Nikki, because there are only a handful of those females doing it right now. But let's talk about the camaraderie that exists with, you know, all of the females who... Uh, from back in the day to today still work well together and have friendships and relationships that extend far beyond their music careers. Nobody really is talking about that. Missy, Mary, Faith, Latifah, Light, yep. Kim, all of those ladies get along just fine.
2: Okay, Ladies Night 2, the remix.
4: <laughs> and Exactly, and support each other. Now, so even with, you know... Camp, uh I'm sorry, uh, Trina. And when you guys see Miami, we'll see. You'll see how we brought the ladies together as well, just to make to talk about that a little bit as well, which they do address.
2: Absolutely. And, and your platform has given so many girls. Uh Women. The, women the platform to <laughs> shine and showcase where a lot of female hip-hop artists don't have that so shout out to you for Absolutely. that um also in the news actually very recently love and hip-hop hollywood uh the reunion just aired nina's been kind of getting some slack um online mm-hmm. have you had any conversations with her as far as you know with the, the internet kind of attacking her because i was low-key kind of surprised that she even responded with all the success well, she's know, had this year
4: everybody has a threshold, right? And I I think she was well within her right to defend her position. That is not an easy job to do. Having said in I chair myself, okay. that is not an easy job at all. You're navigating all of these personalities on the stage. You're trying to stay on track in terms of keeping the show moving forward and keeping those subjects that we're discussing right. at any given moment together. You've got producers in your ear you know, giving you direction on things to follow based on what they see happening on the stage. And it takes a very, you know, strong talent in terms of that host to navigate all of that and successfully execute it. So kudos to Nina. For real. She shows up. She shows, you know, a a prepared and ready to do the job every time she's done her homework. She knows the show. She knows the storyline. She knows the cast members and just because she doesn't. Pop off at people, which would be counterproductive because it, she's not there to engage with the cast as a cast member right. she's there to navigate and 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 create cohesion right. so that we can get the show and those stories and and those and everybody's points of view out and so she does that very, very well, and I don't think anybody could take away from not only her expertise but her years of experience in doing this. So, you know, again, like I said before, everyone has an opinion. Everyone thinks that they can do something better, and they are entitled to that opinion. And social media, I think, magnifies that because everyone sitting at home has a megaphone with which to amplify those opinions. So I would take all of that with a grain of salt. We support Nina wholeheartedly. She does, you know, a really good job at a really... Difficult job. And, you know, definitely am grateful to have her in that chair of reunion.
2: So, y'all heard it here first. Leave Nina alone. <laughs> Let the girl work.
4: Listen, <laughs> Nina can handle her own. She okay. Answered. You okay. Know, they said what they for had to real. say
1: and she said what she had to say, case closed. That's it. Boom. Now, last question. So, Joel Santana and Kimbella uh, got engaged recently. Um, we do know yeah. that uh, his court date is coming up in December. Um, is mm-hmm. there any talks as far as... Because, you know, he might be going away for uh, you a know, number of years. Is there any talks of a possible wedding before that happens? Were you guys in talks as far as how you're going to make that work Maybe with Love filmed? and Pop? Yeah, as far as filming?
4: Well, listen, you know, the... The engagement was definitely spontaneous, and and Joelle, you know, literally called me like that morning. and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna do this. The timing. I want to do this right now." And so we were happy that it happened. We were happy that you know Kimbella got that ring because I think all the fans who have been diehards in season yeah. one, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, of of Love and Hip Hop New York, were happy to see it finally happen. And now we're you know gonna see where we take it from here, and we're gonna follow Joel's lead. They've got some real, you know, rough times ahead in terms of, you know, the sentencing coming down and, and we're going to be there to capture it all in whatever way he wants this whole thing to play out from this moment forward.
1: Huh. All right. So we got, you know, all the, the hard questions out of the way. So we're going to put you through the burner. So what that is, I'm going to give you a couple questions. You say whatever is coming, whatever comes to the top of your mind.
4: Oh, okay. All right. So All right you, let me get my mind right. <laughs> so you ready? Get it right. Get it right, Boda.
1: Okay, so dream cast member. Beyonce. Uh, biggest pet peeve. Liars. Ooh. Tupac. And, or...
4: and, and spelling errors.
1: And spell. <laughs> uh, Tupac or Biggie? Both. I mean, okay. That's her, <laughs> that's her answer. Oh. Always early or always late? Always on time.
2: (laughs) Okay, Ashanti. (laughs) What is the
1: one thing you love about yourself?
4: Oh, I'm relentless.
1: Dream dinner guest, dead or alive?
4: Oh, Oprah and Barack.
1: Who would play you in a movie?
4: Oh. Latif or Janet, take your pick.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Last show you binge watched?
4: Narcos, Mexico.
1: Hey, I just finished that. <laughs> flavor, uh, Favorite flavor from your wine company? Uh,
4: peach Moscato. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you can listen to only one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh,
4: Michael Jackson Off the
1: Wall. Boom. See? Oh, a, great. You just been through the burner. Nice and easy. Burn her. Oh, this was it? That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I to be a prize at the end? Did I win? Yeah. You won. <laughs> yeah. 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 You want another, another, another interview to come on the show whenever you want. Exactly.
2: Okay.
4: I love that. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much.
2: No, and thank you for calling in, and also thank you for sending these mixed moscatos. Because when I tell you this red berry sangria one, Yep. Oh, oh
1: my God, you're loving the sangria, girl. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you really called Miss I Mona am girl. Am yes. Am- yes hey sis <laughs> i'm about to get lit after the show oh boy nine o'clock nine o'clock
4: and we, we just dropped the mixed concord grape so uh, it's the concord grape flavor and versus the five percent that's in the bottles you're drinking next we oh. took it up a notch at 12
1: oh boy oh
4: that's twelve alcohol
2: all right let's wrap it up i gotta go to the store yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So, so yeah we have mixed concord grape it's definitely moving across the country
0: nice Well, Mona, thank you again so much for having us. Give it up for Mona. Yeah. Thank you,
4: guys, and good luck with the podcast. I'm excited, and hopefully we get a great turnout tonight. People tuning in, loving hip-hop New York.
0: Absolutely. It's going down. Thank you again, Mona. Appreciate it. Have a good day.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Man, it was so great having Mona on. What'd you guys think about it?
1: I mean, I'm looking forward to Love and
2: Hip Hop in the Six. I'm just saying. I'm looking forward to Love and Hip Hop the Musical.
1: <laughs> and Van Eyes, Van Eyes, don't forget about Van
0: Eyes. Exactly. <laughs> oh,
2: Do not forget Van Eyes. Love no. and Hip Hop Van
0: Eyes coming out 2021. <laughs> but yo, thank you for joining us on the premiere episode of VH1's new official Love and Hip Hop podcast, Love and Hip Hop the tea. We will be here every single week. I'm Lim Gonzalez, and you can find me everywhere at The Poet Saint. And I'm TK Trinidad, and you can find me everywhere at
2: TK Trinidad. And I'm Jesse Janity. Make sure you guys hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And also leave us a comment. Tell us what you guys thought about Mona. And make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Or you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to
0: podcasts.
1: Please join us next week. Until then, stay blessed and petty, friends. Bye.
0: Love and Hip Hop The T is a production of Revolver Podcast and VH1.